Dr. Seifred Dickinson has come out with a new book entitled Dangers of the Spirit World. I am scheduled to spend some time with Dr. Dickinson working through what's in this book. I think it's going to be very helpful to a lot of people. Again, the title is Dangers of the Spirit World, A Warning to Those of a Materialistic, Humanistic Mindset. And that is most of us in America, for sure. That includes Bible-believing Christians. I'll have more to say about that in a moment. But I appreciate the endorsements on this book, especially this one. Dr. Erwin Lutzer, a consummate theologian and pastor, he wrote this. Do you know how Satan and demons can affect the course of your life? Many humanistic diagnoses of afflictions and distresses simply do not discover the reality of spirit intervention. A biblical worldview should lead us to consider demonic influence and invasion. Some cases of depression, suicidal thoughts, physical afflictions, mental disturbances, and poor relationships are caused by wicked spirits. We need to be aware of the enemy's tactics and the enemy's effects. This book will make you aware of the reality of warfare, the resources of the believer in Christ, and the authority to forcefully resist our adversaries. This book is a wake-up call to believers who are often unaware of this invisible enemy who attacks them, their families, and churches. Again, the words of Dr. Erwin Lutzer, Pastor Emeritus the Moody Church in Chicago. It's interesting, one of the first things that Fred writes in this book, in the foreword to the book, his opening line is this, we need to wake up. And you know what? He's right. He goes on and says, the enemies are at our doors, and we don't even recognize them. Maybe don't even know they exist. That is the mindset in Western society. Many Christians have unknowingly bought into it. I'm talking about Satan and his demons. They are real. And they are dangerous to your spiritual health and well-being. We need a true biblical worldview. And then Fred goes on to talk about, for the last 50 years, he had counseled Christians plagued by the harassment of evil spirits. What do you believe about spiritual affliction, spiritual warfare, spiritual conflict? You may be where I was 30-plus years ago. I certainly defer to the Scriptures. I can read the Word of God and see repeatedly that the Lord Jesus encountered this. We find the influence of demonic forces from the earliest chapters of the Bible to the very end of the Bible, when Satan is chained up for a thousand years so he's no longer deceiving the nations. We can turn to a 2 Corinthians 4.4 that says, Satan has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. I I was able to do that. I would have given you a fairly good analysis back then of Ephesians chapter 6, that our battle is not merely with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers. I could have done all that, but I really did not have a practical theology or really understand this reality. Then I was introduced to C. Fred Dickinson, and when he explained to me what he did and what he did with believers who were under spiritual affliction, I uh, I was hesitant to in any way embrace it. I can remember driving Fred to the airport after a series of meetings that I invited him to conduct here in the Dallas area at a church we had been part of starting. 
And I said to Fred, Fred, your approach, I, you know, this whole idea, I, I said, I'm, I'm a kind of an emotional guy. Honestly, I don't think I could do this. And he just reassured me that the Lord would help me if I encountered those who were under affliction. And, and so we said goodbye and parted ways. And the next thing I know, I'm getting, well, some phone calls because we aired an interview with C. Fred Dickerson. And in fact, someone who had been one of his students, having heard my interview with him, contacted him, and suddenly there's the manifestation of demonic uh, opposition. And then I was called to be part of helping to extricate this individual of what was an extreme form of demonic control and influence. It rocked my life. And uh, actually, in many ways, the, what happened uh, then continues to have a, a profound impact on my life, my family, and our ministry. I've seen the reality. I've seen it up close and personal. That's why when I witness things in our world, and I can literally at times look at the interactions that take place in the life of an individual, you can almost begin to discern when a demonic force takes over. I want to suggest to you that the tragedies that we have seen in recent days, where we have one young man in Atlanta who is a professing Christian who was at a rehab facility for sexual addiction, then took it upon himself to tragically take the lives of a number of people he pointed to as being a source of temptation for his sins. Now, Jeremiah 17.9 says that the heart of man is desperately wicked, who can understand it? It's possible that that young man, it was simply his flesh operating, along with obviously some real serious mental issues. And we do not discount mental illness. But when you look at something that played out the way that it did, the insanity of it all, the deception that's part of this, one could easily conclude that Although he was a professing believer, he was being deceived and manipulated and controlled by demons. He is totally responsible for his behavior. No one can ever say, the devil made me do it. Not legitimately, at least. You can say it, but it's just not true. We are responsible but I thought to myself, as he was part of a Christian rehab facility, did they deal with that spiritual possibility, that spiritual dimension? That is something that is lacking in a number of well-intentioned ministries that are trying to help people with addictive issues. Now, I've been trying to sound the alarm on this for a long time, for several decades now. And I'll tell you what I have discovered we don't want to go in this direction. We don't want to look at this. This tends to be something that frightens us, and that's because the enemy has set the stage for us to be fearful. We don't understand the authority we have in Jesus Christ. And then we have, we have things in the media, horror movies and the like, that make Satan out to be able to do anything and everything and is out to harm us. And all these designed to bring fear into our lives and as a result, talking even to believers about this, they want to shy, many shy away. Many want to turn away from this. I don't want to go here. And yet we begin to see a level of evil in our society, in our culture, 
that how in the world can we deny the reality of the evil one? The one that is found in the earliest pages of the Bible, deceiving Eve and then even Adam disobeying God. The original creation was marred. We were jeopardized because of it. That's why Jesus had to come. At that moment, we, we became sinners. And we were in the kingdom of darkness. Jesus came to rescue us and bring us into his kingdom, the kingdom of light. And so when we see things taking place in our world, the extreme cases we can look at and maybe begin to say, yeah, well, I, maybe there's a possibility there. In fact, the most recent tragedy that took place in Boulder, Colorado, by a man with an Islamic background, the people that described him, people that knew him, said he was really a nice guy, but then he would snap. And one individual made the statement, he said, it was like a demon took over. And I thought, you know what? That could have been precisely what took place. What happened? In both of these situations, what happened in Atlanta, what happened in Boulder? It is possible that demonic influence gained complete control for a period of time, and that person acted out in light of it. Let me repeat, because you've got to hear this. Both of those men are responsible for their behavior. Now, coming back to this book by C. Fred Dickinson, Dangers of the Spirit World. I'm looking forward again to having Fred on the broadcast. But let me give you, he talks about specific uh, symptoms that could indicate a demonic activity in the life of a believer. Let me just, I'm going to list these and maybe make a brief comment about each because we're, we're short on time. And number one, sudden changes of personality. Now, obviously, people can have changes of personality that are not demonic, but there are times in which literally the evil force begins to really impact a person, and you see a total change. I have witnessed this a number of times, and a lot of times if you're looking into the eyes of that person, you can suddenly see something happens and there's a change there. The second thing he mentions is that voices or thoughts express contrary to normal patterns. He does say that through those psychological illnesses and dissociative problems parallel these. So there are times that people can hear voices. There are times that they have a certain thought pattern, and it's not demonic. It is more psychological, and it's associated with things like dissociative identity disorder. That's when somebody's brain has literally broken off or split in order to bring protection for that individual. And so they have another segment of their mind where they operate, and, and that can look a lot like demonic influence. The third thing Fred lists is this, unexplainable pains that come and go suddenly. I, for one, my wife and I, there are times that we feel something physical. Why not? Why not look to the Lord and demand that if there's any enemy present, tell the enemy to leave you alone. Assume your authority in Christ against the possibility of a direct physical attack. Number four, pressures and molestations from unseen hands. Now, we'll get into that with Fred a little bit, but a lot of things can happen at nighttime in your sleep. A lot of times there can be demonic attacks, and you can actually have certain sensations. We'll talk about that further. Occult powers of prediction, magic, and spirit connecting, channeling. When somebody knows something and then you go, wow, that guy's smart, there are times when maybe the knowledge base is not what you think. It literally could be the enemy communicating to that person. 
and then unusual strength, knowledge, mind reading, and clairvoyance. The first person I dealt with, which was high, was a very extreme one, six of us couldn't hold them down. You'll probably never see that and be glad for that, but it was right out of the Bible in terms of the demoniac at Gatherings. And then seven, resistance to spiritual truth with the reading the Bible. I remember the pa- a pastor's wife, she and her husband came to speak to me, and she had to admit that every time she heard the name of Jesus, it literally hurt her. She would find herself cringing. She couldn't understand why. And then finally, unreasonable fears, anxieties, and depression, though these could be uh, mental and uh, psychological and also have a physical basis as well. I'm looking forward to interviewing Fred, and I'm looking forward to having you secure this book. Again, the title of it, Dangers of the Spirit World, and again, the author of the book is C. Fred Dickerson. If you have trouble finding it, uh, send me an email, john at livetheword.org, and we'll do our best to assist you.